Camurray. Can't wake up. Wake up. He can't wake up. Oh, uh, what, what happened? Oh, you couldn't wake up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Next time, just wake me up. Uh, I was trying. I was uh, trying. I couldn't wake up? No. Oh, okay, that's weird, but yeah. hopefully that won't happen in the future. I, I would hope not. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Games Gonna Ride podcast. We're here. Two-man show. Brian Garthoff, Mike Burdett. There's something in my body that doesn't allow me to use my normal voice when I'm introducing this podcast, and I don't know why. Modulation. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some video games, yeah. dude. Yeah, dude. I like those things. Fucking, yeah, why don't, why don't we? Why can't we? Right. Why can't we just do that? Why can't we just do it? Oh, God. There's a noisy dog today. Yep. He's throwing. He's been throwing down all evening. Yeah, well, he's going to have to deal. Uh, yeah, so Nomad Hazlet. No, Matt Farkas, because he's been beheaded mm-hmm. after all the sexual harassment claims that were filed against him. Yeah, they actually, it was a really weird preemptive um, hearing where yeah. he uh, was just beheaded. It was just like a minority report. Like he hadn't even done yeah, any pre-crime. Of the set, but they, everyone knew he would be up to that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, no one was surprised first off. And so they just kind of went with the flow. And right. he's um, gone now from mm-hmm. this earth. Right. Godspeed. Godspeed, Matt Farkas. Uh, let's talk about what we've been playing, video game wise. Shall I start, or would you uh, like yeah, to, go start? Ahead. Why don't you start? Um, I finished Wolfenstein, the New Order. The New Order. Excellent. Let's let's get into it. All right. I did not enjoy the end of that game at all. Okay. The hmm, let me think. From the big fight. Okay. Until the end. I didn't like any of oh, that. Oh, the the boss fight? The robot. Yeah. Yeah. That I, was a tough one. Yeah, and I thought it was stupid. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I just did not like... I don't like that they're like, well, use this one weapon, and I don't like how it aims. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a precision weapon at all, and you want me to do precision stuff, and it's just... I feel like that's not what the game is about. It should have been like, I want to shoot you a whole bunch with a lot of weapons and whatever. So, uh, I did not like that. And then after that, I didn't really... Because it kind of... You were beyond stealth mode at that point. You were in like full-on assault mode. Mm-hmm. And some of the kill corridors was just like, all right, well, now you're at a part of the game where you're just going to get all like difficult enemies all the time. And I was like, all right, all right, I get it. Like, I'd much rather mow through tons of smaller enemies in a large area than like guys that take 
all of my ammo to kill one of. So there's that. And then the last boss fight I thought was also dump. Yeah. It kind of it became a little tedious towards the very end. But as a whole, what did you think of it? I actually did like it. Yeah. And so, like it, like I said, I think part of it was just kind of like I was kind of ready to be done. And then, like, the sequences were not doing it for me. Because, like I mentioned, like, I really like the stealth in that game. And it kind of got to a point where it's like, okay, that's you're done with mm-hmm. that. Now you're killing everything, which, like, okay. I can do that. It's just like that wasn't my favorite part. Right. But I thought the story was cool. Um, I thought everything about it was I like it. I did totally turn around on most of the characters, including Blaskwitz. Mm-hmm. Like I started to definitely. I feel like it. Once the tone kind of came together, it made more sense for him. But I thought it was a good game, so I do. I am looking forward to playing the second one at some point, which you have told me on several occasions is ludicrous and amazing and i've heard that from several people so and speaking of which i beat wolfenstein to new colossus all right yeah, all right let's, so, let's piggyback on that yeah to get right into it uh without doing anything even remotely close to spoilers uh that game gets even more absurd than you could think possible i've heard it compared and i forget where to crank two Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Then I'm fucking in because that movie is crazy as shit. It gets really out there, almost to borderline wacky a little bit. Uh, So, but it's cool. Um, Similarly, actually, not not like there's one, like, annoying thing at the end, but there was a part at the end where I just had to repeat it uh, a couple times. Okay. But I never, like, really got stuck on something. You know, I just kind of would bang my head against the wall for a little bit with it. Um, I did on have, occasion. I did have to look up how to beat that giant robot. Like after a while, I was just like, I because some of some parts of that game I will say are not super self-explanatory, mm-hmm. and they don't tell you right. And you're just kind of like, and the way that I I could kind of see what they were going for, but I probably wouldn't have figured it out myself. Mm-hmm. So I did look up that. And then like the last boss, I also looked up, which then I realized I didn't have to. It's just like, it ended up being like, well, I'll just kill him. Yeah. But I just wasn't doing it efficiently enough. So that second part was definitely on me. But uh, yeah, there was a, there was one thing I had to look up because I was frustrated for like five minutes uh, trying to figure out where I had to go and knowing where I was supposed to be, but not knowing how to make my way around. Okay. Um, but other than that, it was really cool. There's a, there's a section at the end where you kind of have to stop and go. And, uh, that was like my least favorite part, but it was a lot more fun. And I, I think it, it does a good job. Just like the first game, actually even better job than the first game of like keeping the action, moving towards something new. Yeah. Like constantly. So you're, you do a lot of crazy shit. I can't even, wait till you see all the fucking ridiculous shit that goes on in this game. Right. Um, but it, it just becomes absurd and then like super action packed. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, big moments. It's kind of hard to talk about because there's so many like singular moments that are the talking point. Yeah. Like awesome set pieces that like you don't want to ruin. Yeah, totally. Um, but Basically, after the halfway point of that game, yeah, it just it just constantly ups the ante uh, over and over and over, and uh, it was really fun. There was a, yeah, there was one like arena style part where they sort of throw a bunch of guys at you, and I thought the manner in which they did it uh, was a little hectic. And then similar mm-hmm. to what you said, uh, some things are just not very clear, and so like there was stuff I didn't even learn <laughs> until like 
the end of the game when I was actually looking in a menu. Yeah. Where it's like, why am I rolling grenades on the floor occasionally? And it's like, oh, well, if you look down, he'll roll them on the floor. If you look up, he'll throw them. Yeah. And like, then me and Matt Hazlett even talked about like being two hours into that game and not knowing how to change your offhand weapon because it would just go back to the same weapon it was. Um, and it's like you there's a spot in the weapon wheel when you're looking at your main hand and an arrow over for a weapon wheel for your offhand. Okay. So that's the only way to change your offhand weapon, which is a little annoying and not very smooth. But yeah, it did lead me to using some interesting combinations where I had like an assault rifle in my left hand and a shotgun in my right that ended yeah. up being really good for long and short range. So right. it, it actually worked out. Um, but yeah, it was a fun game. It was very, very fun. Awesome. Uh, you may have heard the credit music is terrible, and it is. Okay. Which is kind of juxtaposed, because the credit music for the first one is really amazing. What was the credit music for the first one? I can't remember. It was, I think it may have been an original song. For I looked it up. It was just kind of this ballady song by a, a female vocalist. Oh, okay. It was, but it was like really... And then like showing the pictures in the background of like a lot of the like resistance and like people have been killed. Yeah. This um, one is a metal cover of a song, and... Uh, the first couple minutes, it doesn't seem that bad, but uh, you'll get there and uh, yeah. you'll hate it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we each beat a Wolfenstein. That's cool. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of post-game shit to do in this Wolfenstein, though. Oh, really? There was some stuff where I was like, oh, I didn't see where I could do this, and I was looking forward to doing this. Uh, that's as vague as I'll get with that without you know talking more detailed. Um, but you kind of go back to, you know, there's like an HQ area in the New Order. There's definitely something like that in okay. New Colossus, and uh, you kind of return there after the credits and are free nice. to do like the level select thing, and I think like do some other types of missions. And then uh, the first couple of days of that game, there was like there was this thing that said like oh, like a timer, and then that ended up unlocking an option for the DLC. Mm-hmm. So I thought that okay. was cool. Um, because I guess my version has a code for the first episode zero of the DLC. Yeah, I remember I talking a little bit about that. I don't know anything about it. I sure. haven't touched it. Um, what else have you played? Um, let's see. I, I played a little more of that Orwell game on PC. That's just a really fucking cool game, man. Like, I've uh, played a couple. Like, it goes by day. Um, and I played a couple more uh, days into that. And it's just really, really fucking neat. Um I have uh, <clears throat> gone through some successful stuff. Uh, it's like some successful like stopping of terrorist acts, but it's just like um, um, it's just really cool. Like watch because it's it's like you do really feel like you're in this kind of like spy movie type espionage type thing because you're like reading a lot. Like there's a lot of information to read, but it's not like super text intensive so it's kind of something where you can kind of like breeze over it and then it highlights information that would be relevant okay and then you kind of got to decide whether you want to add it or not and then it will also bring up discrepancies of like information that you're that you're that you come across and then you have to kind of make judgment calls about which one to to follow in terms of what you think is the correct information and the actual like true information um and then you go so from wait, there. What do you 
do in this game? Just so, like scan people and No, this is like this is what you're watching we're watching a video right now. Um this is more this is like an intro video and oh, here okay. okay, here's where it probably is gonna get to the gameplay. You're basically like going scrolling through pages. So this oh, okay. is right. So you're looking at like websites, you're looking at social media, and then eventually you get to points where you're able to tap into their phone calls and their text messaging. Okay. And then you're like listening to their phone calls, reading their text messages, and then gleaning information off that to further your investigation. You're like a uh, basically homeland security, All right. and then you're like a counter terrorist kind of Orwell. Speaking of 1984, you're basically Big Brother, which actually you the company you work for is Orwell, but you're the kind of nightmarish thing that people talk about now being the possible kind of um, dystopia in the future where we're constantly being monitored. This is exactly what that is. Mm. And so then as you go, like you'll glean information, which then will open up related files that you can go so sometimes you'll go to like their art portfolio page and then that will give them information they'll be they'll have their address and phone number so then you get their phone number and then it links you to their phone calls and stuff like that um so it's pretty slick and then you're working for like a guy who's your boss who then like goes further in the investigations so um and he'll like have connects with the higher ups in government is this like a linear game or would you could you play it over and over and get different results I th- so far as I know, I think it's linear. Okay, I yeah. think it's like a certain storyline. But I did he- see groanings of a like a season two that is, I think, in the works and maybe being released soon. I think I looked it up on how long it takes to beat. I think it's like a four or five hour game. Okay. Um. So and I've probably played for I'd say like two or three hours. So I'm probably I think I'm like maybe halfway or a little over through it. Um, I've done several days and I'm like starting to unlock now. Like there's certain character, like people that you'll kind of clear that like they had suspicious behavior, but then you'll find a backstory that kind of goes through it or you'll like maybe interrogate someone and then they're like off the bill and you have them like detained and stuff like that. Um, so it's good. It's, it's a, it's a pretty fun game. It's got a kind of a, like a weird polygonal art style. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's like everything like looks, it looks like semi-realistic, but it like, like has like a, polygon filter over it um so that's pretty cool this is somewhat reminiscent of papers please yeah actually it is kind of like you are like the government like work and it, this the look is a little similar like a kind of nondescript facial features and stuff like that um but yeah it is definitely kind of that government monitoring type type game yeah um so it's it's pretty interesting and i've uh, liked it so far uh, I played a little more player known battleground. I hadn't played that in over a month, so I went back to it and it's it is what it is. It's still the same thing. They haven't changed that much. I heard there was uh some some cheating problems going on. Have you ran into any of that or no? I haven't, but uh, once again I have I only played for a cup like an hour and a half or so, so I only played like four or five rounds. Okay. Um and I didn't run into any of it. Unless something like me shooting you and you not dying immediately is it but like that happened before so sometimes that's just how video games work and i have to be just pissed off about that in general um so i played that what else oh and then last game that i uh since i got done with wolfenstein i started a new game on ps4 and i started playing guacamelee oh about time not playing that on vita no, I just I, I I was going through all my games that I have because I have everything downloaded on my uh, external, and I saw it. nothing else really piqued my interest. And I they, and I guess since they announced the second one, I was like that kind of sparked like you know is kind of in the back of my head, and I was like, all right, I'll try this out. Um, and it's it's pretty good. It's uh, 
I haven't got to any like super difficult parts yet. So far, it's just been mostly kind of learning my way through and, and going, uh, um, learning new moves and kind of getting to new areas based on the new moves I'm learning and stuff like that. But I really like the drink box like art style and yeah. and and look of everything and it's a cool it's a cool little story and like the like the luchador overworld thing is is pretty silly but but in a good way um, and just using wrestling moves on skeletons is is a pretty fun thing to do. Um, I think that's my favorite of all their games. That I- it seems to be yeah i i I really like severed a lot but i could see this like i've really enjoyed what i played with this so far as well i played about an hour of it so um yeah just learning like combat from giant roosters and then a goat man also being your mentor and uh it's just you know it's pretty fun um so yeah i played that for a little bit uh last night and then i continue uh, i'll um you know Probably going to continue with that because it's probably not that long either. I wouldn't guess. Uh, between six to eight hours, I'd say. Okay, yeah. Maybe, so. maybe a little longer than that. I don't know. I I played through that one. Actually, I think three times, two or three times for sure. Because I ended up getting the platinum for that. Um, and I played through it once on co-op and then once, um, through on the handheld. Uh, which is very fun on Vita. Uh, but I think, didn't you get the Super... Are you playing the Super Championship Turbo Edition? Yes. Okay, so I haven't played that. So I played it when it was pretty fresh out. So I don't actually think that one is va- available on Vita. So you probably... Actually, now that you say that, that is exactly, I think, why. I think I don't yeah. even have it on Vita because I think it's not a cross-buy thing. Um, yeah, because that, that version is, like, beefed up and I think they have, like, a little bit of DLC that they attach to it and and whatnot. Yeah, so yeah, I played that a little bit, and it's cool. It's aesthetically really good, and then it's just you know it's satisfying to beat the shit out of people and then suplex them. Uh, yeah, and it's an enjoyable game. So I like, I like that. I like beat 'em ups. Yeah, like wrestling based beat 'em ups. Neat. Um, other than that, I don't think I've played anything else really. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely went pretty hard in the Wolfenstein 2 direction just to try to get that one off off my belt. Um, but I did play a few other things. Uh, played some more 2K on Switch. That's pretty good. I like it. Uh, I was in an area where I was outside my house playing it, and then I was actually mad I had to go. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I was having a really good time. I totally forgot where I was, what I was doing. That's um, awesome. So that was cool, and then I um, actually charged up uh, my 3DS and was like, you know what, I still got some games on here I haven't played, and now that I'm caught up on my Switch games, I'm going to check uh, some of these out. So I I put in a game actually Bianca bought, which is Animal Crossing New Leaf. Mm. And because she had a save on the cart already where she's the mayor, if a second person puts that in their DS... You can join it as a town if you don't want to, like, delete the whole fucking town already. Um, so I moved into Cake Town. I'm not the mayor. She's the mayor, so I'm not getting the full experience. Uh, but I did move into Cake Town, and I'd never played one of these games. I never knew what it was. And basically what I gather is it's, like, adorable animals running a town and very pleasant music and visuals. And right. You kind of just, you know, gather your things and live your life. Do little 
odd jobs and then kind of slowly upgrade your situation. So yeah. Um, in the about hour that I've played, which isn't much, um, I, I moved in, uh, became a resident of Cake Town. Nice. Then I got that a, citizenship. a tent, a temporary, mm-hmm. uh, until I get 10,000 shelves to give to Tom Nook, who basically that gave bastard. me a loan. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have like 6,000. I have 6,000 now, and I was just, you know, shaking pears off trees and selling them at the store. Right. And The important uh, things in life. And then I bought a fishing rod. I tried to fish. Wasn't good at it. Uh, I didn't really look up how to do it right. Uh, but yep. I was, Sounds like real life with fishing. I was just not very it's good at it. Mostly sitting. And then I want something else. I think a shovel. Um, so I can start digging shit up. But uh, it seems very pleasant. I don't really have a lot to report there, but I, I did start it. Um, the other uh, thing that I actually did play a bit of was I got that Horizon Zero Dawn DLC. Was it the Frozen, the Frozen Wilds? Wilds? Yes. Yeah. Did you get it on a? You got it on sale, right? Yeah, they had a little like, hey, it's five bucks off if you pre-order, and I saw a bunch of things that said it's like fifteen hours, and I I wanted to go back to this game anyways because I wanted to play more of it before we do our game of the year stuff and uh also because i didn't play any of it on this uh playstation 4 pro how's that working out? so i did get that and then i put that in and it is very good looking yeah like i feel like that's the photo mode in that has been kind of a like a a a bragging point for that game since it's come out and then when you put it on the pro situation it's pretty fucking bonkers yeah, not only does it look really good because I've I spent some time in the areas that I unlocked, but this is the DLC that unlocks a whole new uh, region of the map. It's a pretty like nice little chunk for an expansion, uh, and that area is really cool looking because there's this there's this like shiny blue stuff, and it it sort of hints that like maybe it's the stuff that's in uh, Silence in his arms and shit, and those like blue cords that are. In Lieutenant Daniels, you know, his body. Yeah. Um, so he, like, when he first arrived. <laughs> Lieutenant Daniels. I love it. When he first arrived, he's, he, like, kind of gets on your radio because it rewinds you back to, like, before you do the final mission once you beat the game. Um, and this DLC is, it's available way before Endgame. Um, but, yeah, so contextually, he's like, what are you doing? You should be, like, going back over to you know finish what you've you oh know, yeah what you're working on and shit and, and you're like well is there a reason you don't want me to go here and stuff so it kind of alludes to maybe that you're learning a little more about his character which i like um there is some another tribe basically that you run into uh but i, I feel like they just like cranked up the visuals like and it, not just because i'm playing it on playstation 4 pro but because like there's a lot of like crazy lighting and also they've redone uh the way snow works in the game so it feels like a lot like like crunchier okay, and yeah. like she'll roll in the snow and like her armor will be like dusted by snow and the just the snow falls and the storms that are in this area are like more intense um but it's, it's cool i uh i went through um some of the first main missions and even if you have that like super boss armor with the shield, yeah, uh, from you know the main game, yeah, uh, they quickly come up with a way that like 
weakens it. So basically, you're not just walking through this DLC. You're sure, like, yeah. you're you have to deal with some challenge, and it still works. Like it's good armor, but like it's definitely not the end all. Like you're gonna walk through this stuff. You you should be like level thirty by the time you get to this area, even though it's not like gated off at all. You can go at any right. time. Um, what level did you finish at at that at that game? I don't know, but when I loaded it up, I think I was at like 35. Okay, that's like I, right about where I stopped as well. Because I think I'm at 37 or 30. No, I think I'm at 38 now. Um, but I definitely leveled up a couple times from playing. Did they this. give you extra talent tree shit in the expansion? They did. So okay. they they actually did a couple things to where I remember bitching about some of the stuff uh, that they immediately addressed. Um, become two of the very cheap options for the bottom of the the talent tree uh one is you can pick up stuff while you're mounted so you don't have to get off the mount to gather things and the other is you can um recycle stuff for like half its value oh yeah that's awesome yeah so it when you're like maxing out your inventory and stuff it's big which was like always for me yeah and then and then i by peering down the tree a little bit you can see that like there's ones to like heal your mount. There's ones to uh, get an extra like twenty percent inventory slots. So they definitely appease a lot of the like complaints that I feel like you might have had in the original game. It seems like like they just they really did a bang up job with this game. Like, yeah, especially for being do. And I know that this gets talked about quite a bit. This thing, but it's like the first kind of game like this that they've done. That like they didn't fall into a lot of pitfalls that some games fall into. Um, and it's just like well done, and then it seems like they do have a really good rapport with like knowing what their audience wants. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, and I've heard lots of good things about this DLC. So and it, it was it seemed like a good time, like yeah, the good timing for it because like because it came out what March February February. Yeah, it came out February, and then you know right before the end of the year and stuff, getting it back into people's minds it's also been like crazy on sale and then they re-released a version with with this and the base game but like you could buy that game for like 16 bucks this week which is right yeah Um, it's definitely worth that a hundred times over yeah so well that's a lot of money a hundred times 60 160 dollars i would pay that sure that's 10 times oh yeah so it'd be 1600 dollars. yeah i'd still pay it i would not pay that for one game yep Uh, Smart. It's it's an investment. <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, I, I want to hear you agree with me. <laughs> not agree with we it. Move on. Uh, but like a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the mountainous uh, regions, really good looking. I've also, when I was looking up just reviews, uh, seen some really cool looking new enemy types and boss fights, and they they sort of say that right out the gate. There's like there's some new types of robots out there that like they hadn't seen before, and yeah, and there's, a, there's some of the same stupid stuff that I complained about, like the dumb naming convention, the occasional stupid dialogue, because uh, you are dealing with like another tribe of people, and like, I th- like the area is called the Cut, Ooh. which I was like, eh, maybe That's a little the, abrasive, maybe not, <laughs> maybe, maybe just in something else. Uh, and then like, there's a special currency, and it's called Blue Glam, and I was like. That's really bad. Sounds like a cream you put on like a fucking rash. Yeah, so... No, those aren't names I like. Get your blue glam in the cut. Oh, yeah, put your blue glam on the cut. No, I don't... (laughs) Nope. 
<laughs> yeah. I agree with you that I don't like that. Let's yeah. just change it. And it, like some of the like I'm going to tweet them right now. I think some of the character design that seemed originally like unique like after you've seen it time after time in this game is just like does that man have a plate on his head? It's just there's a plate and there's some ropes around it and then he's got like some weird dreads. <laughs> and that's like <laughs> No, that's it, all day in this yeah. game. It's it is like what's that uh, a brand you got a bone necklace there, bud? What is that? Random metal objects and then a few furs and then like strange hair is yeah. like the thing. Some face th- paint. The three things, yeah, that, that are always qualified. Sure. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's still cool. It's a fun game to play, uh, which it has been pretty much through and through. And uh, yeah, I, pl- I played some of the early encounters and I was kind of expecting to, to boss up on some shit. Uh, and no, not so fast. No, Brian. not so fast. Yeah. Uh, but then I did go back and I was like, oh, there's a lot of stuff in the original open world I didn't do. Like I left a lot of corrupted uh, zones open, and that, like I didn't do a whole bunch of the vantage points and metal flower stuff. So I was like, I'll go back and sort of wipe some of this up. And that and those were instances when I did some old like corrupted zones and it's like oh level 18 and I get there and I'm just wrecking shit. Right. Um, yeah. You're just like laying waste. Yeah, that was really cool. But then there's still like the old problems is like I'm not even sure what I should sell for my inventory because I don't have a lot of money but then like I have all this stuff at my disposal. It's a, it's almost like daunt like terrifying to be like cuz like the even at the end of the game I was still like I went sold some stuff cuz I really wanted to bulk up on I forget what I wanted to buy. Oh, I wanted more like potions and mm-hmm. I was like just I didn't have enough fatty meat ever that in the entire game was the one like super scarce thing oh and and there is another um perk they added to the skill tree that was just like more drops from animals more drops from like enemies so like it's like more lenses more hearts more like animal skins yeah more, like stuff that's actually just like okay something thanks. that yeah that's actually something that could really because like i i think that it's one of those things again that i can kind of like they didn't really think super hard about it because it'd be like all right well like normal meat is you get that from pretty much everything and it's like all right and fatty meat is like the next step up in rarity yeah but then everything that takes three fatty meat and one normal and it's like if you just switch the numbers this would have been awesome yeah but because like at the end of the game i ended up with like 180 like regular meat and then i was always like two fatty meat because it's like well i use those to make quick travel packs and i use those to make potions and i use those to make this and i use those to make traps and all this shit like that um i use it to upgrade pouch sizes and everything yeah and it's just like well you'll get like one out of every three animals has it which still isn't that bad of a drop rate like i wasn't totally like fucked over but it was there were times when i like kind of had to all right i'm going to concentrate on looking for boars and turkeys on my way over here Mm -hmm. yeah and i think i'm sure they see that data when they see how many people like ended up doing this and like just how many people ended up maxing out all their inventory and stuff like that um from what i gather this is 15 hours of content in this dlc but i saw a review that said they played through the main quest part of it in eight but there's a lot of side quest stuff so it definitely seems like it's worth the the asking price and uh it's it's very visually appealing like i said it's not just uh, i mean i'm sure a lot a lot of it is the playstation 4 pro effect that um i'm seeing that on this game in the first game but it is just some gorgeous scenery that they throw you back into so it seems pretty good pretty good 
Still some long-winded NPCs. I end up reading the bottom and Xing through. Here, boy. And then Xing through like a sentence where they'll just be like, really? And then like, being like, damn it, I got to fucking X through it again. Uh, yeah, that is definitely a game that like, I liked the story, but all the side stuff, I was like, all right, man, cool. I think it really varies between, yeah, like me not giving a fuck uh, during some things and then actually being like, okay, wait, what? Yeah, uh, let me know. Okay. Because they'll throw out like a bunch of terms that they just fucking made up. And then like, I'm like, what is that? Okay, but what is this? Uh, so yeah, there's there's some stuff to do. Some cool stuff. I like it. I like that guy. And that's basically what I've been playing. Uh, the Xbox One X came out. Huzzah. We don't care. Um. No. A lot of yep. Miebers came out. I tell you what, I I almost spent a shameful amount of, on Amiibos multiple times this week, and I resisted the urge. So you did you end up getting no Amiibos? I got one today. What'd you get? Uh, I got actually I got a Zelda one that is the first Link Amiibo they made for Super Smash Brothers that I haven't seen in stores in a very long time, and that's okay. basically why I got it. That's cool. Um. Because all of the Zelda ones work with Breath of the Wild, and I'm still going to pick up and play a lot more of that game. Um, so I don't really hesitate to get those. But they released, like, all the ones from Mario, and I saw those in a pack. And then they have, like, lim- another limited edition, like, Zelda one that they only sell at Best Buy. That I, Last time I was there, they had, like, ten of them, and every other time they've had zero. Um, and then they came out with, like, the Champions for Breath of the Wild, which are basically the NPCs that lead you through the Divine Beast quests, or lead you to, excuse me, the Divine Beast quest in that game. Which So there's four of them. Um, and there was someone like at a GameStop who was like, yeah, the guy who pre-ordered these decided to cancel, so you can't find them anywhere right now if you want to get them. I'm like, I was like... Uh, that's too much reckless spending. I don't want to walk out of here with yeah. $60 in plastic toys. Yeah. I was like, I can't I can't bring myself to do it. But he did a good job of tempting me because I was just like, yeah, this probably will be a pain in the ass to fucking find. And then the second after we left there, we walked over to Target. They had all of them there. Oh, <laughs> so, really? I mean, they just came out. So I don't know. Those things are weird, weirdly rare sometimes. Um well, it, it's Nintendo, so I guess that speaks for itself. Yeah, just built-in scarcity. Um, but yeah, but I I didn't. I said no thanks. Uh, so yeah, I only ended up getting one, and I had a five dollar gift certificate, so it didn't even cost me that much. Uh, but yeah, that happened. Um, the the Battlefront stuff, some more stuff came out about that because I've been looking at it, and it looks like. People, because I guess it's you can get it on uh, the EA Access right now. Mm-hmm. If you remember that, you can play like ten hours of it. Okay. And people were doing some math in order to like get a hero. It would take like forty hours <laughs> because the way credits are allotted are all like everyone at the end of the game gets the same amount of credits, which is not how it was in the first game. Oh wow! Because it's based on match time now. Okay. Instead of like individual performance, like last time it was like your overall score, 10% of that was what you got in credits. So if you had an awesome game where you got like 40 kills, you got a good amount of credits that time. But 
like, yeah, this it just seems fucked. And, and even despite them changing it, it still seems fucked. Um, yeah, this it just seems like a fucking mess. Yeah, they it's like a big messy turd. Like, I just, their their premium currency is crystals. Oh, crystals. And so, yeah, a bunch of the, like prices for like yeah, there's like a hundred dollars you can spend in best on value crystals. Uh. Yeah, it's just not looking good. This is just not looking good. Uh, we'll see. That game might be half price by the time the movie comes out. And that might be enough for me to just say fuck it. I'll probably just go see the movie. I'll definitely see the movie. Um, but who knows? We'll see the campaign and all that business. Uh, not looking good, though. No, I don't really like what they've done there. All right, brief bit of news on this Slim and Trim edition of the game's uh, Gone Right podcast. The news you can... All right. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> yep. Cut uh, it post. Yeah, let's see, let's see, let's see. I derailed the whole thing. Um. Yeah, I saw another note about that uh, Star Wars Battlefront before we uh, quit that, like, like... Uh, 70 crates is about 245 hours of game time. Uh, uh, and with barely any play time, but buying 70 crates, you're able to acquire and equip rare and better cards for just every, about every class and upgrade them all to their epic level. So yeah, it's still very much um, as shitty as it can be, just less shitty than it was going to be. Um, so yeah, that's poop. Um, some other business news. Telltale laid off like a quarter of their yeah, studio. Saw that. And it says they're focusing on quality over quantity, which this has just been bound to happen and necessary at this point, I yeah. feel like. They've just had too much shit going on. Hope hopefully that doesn't mean anything bad for like games that we haven't seen yet, like season two of Wolfenstein. Or not Wolfenstein, <laughs> Wolf Among Us. Yeah. Um I'm actually have kind of gone into the weeds with them because they have what is that i mean they did that guardians of the galaxy one right yeah is that done now i have no idea because i i just kind of zoned out don't have a lot of interest in that um but i'll still check it out you know well and then they've already like batman's being released as we speak right right yeah the second season of that which kind of like seemed like it came out of nowhere like i figured they would have done another one but there was not that wide of a gap was there between um, season one and season two, like no. maybe not even a year, I wouldn't say. No, we're still waiting on um, that next Game of Thrones, too. And uh, yeah, yeah, it just seems like they uh, took on way too much. There's, I mean, they're doing another Minecraft season as we speak, I think, also, which is just something that we don't care about uh, right. personally. But um, that's not to speak for the quality of those games. But yeah, I mean, the Batman ones pretty rough but that last walking dead i liked so i don't I know. liked it a lot yeah yeah i could do with some more telltale so hopefully the games are just better because clearly they've been capable of doing uh some really cool stuff and i had a lot of people from that original walking dead game like a big the big talent uh like writers and stuff moved on to other game studios and shit and i think those are actually the people behind firewatch um okay yeah but um but yeah, still they've they've got some left in the tank. Then uh Housemark said they're moving away from their arcade style games, which again it's like, well, you've released a lot of games that are very similar, so maybe it's time. Um but it was actually new like kind of 
good news because in a way they're like ramping up for their next game. Yeah. So it's not necessarily sad, but just like some formal announcement. So that way ahead of like anyone saying like, what the fuck is this? They've kind of already gotten out there like, yeah, we had to do this because our games weren't selling that well, you know? Um, but I liked Resogun and stuff. It, it's a shame that they didn't just make Resogun 2, in my opinion. Yeah. But I guess, I don't know, You may, maybe you can only do so much with that because they, they've made several super stardusts and like they don't necessarily feel all that unique from one another. Um, and then uh, EA is acquiring uh, Respawn, the people who make Titanfall. So let's hope they don't get closed in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> because... Uh, uh, it's for like about a half a billion dollars, 455 million. EA is uh, supposedly going to acquire uh, them. And uh, yeah, we'll see where that goes. I yeah. wonder what that what that means for the future of Titanfall. If Titanfall was going to continue on, given the, I'm guessing, lukewarm sales of the second one based on how quickly that thing went on sale. Um Seems like that definitely has potential, but who knows? You know, EA did just close the studio that made Dead Space, like, literally a few weeks ago. Um, and canned the, one of their Star Wars games, so sometimes maybe their their sights are uh, pretty large. Hopefully uh, nothing bad happens here. Yeah, I mean, you know, people are a little bit sour on EA right now, so it was kind of... Um, weird timing for that. I think deservedly so. I mean, no, absolutely. I don't. I'm not, and that's yeah. not in defense of them. So I think that was kind of the thing. I think a lot of this was met with alarm that it came just after EA did all this crazy shit with the Star Wars game in that studio and the uh, talking about the games as a service issue that they're trying to push. Yeah, the loot crates in Battlefront Two, and like- and so now they're like taking this game which kind of became if nothing else kind of a cult classic darling for the last year like Mm -hmm. a lot of the people that played it really loved it and the you know with with titanfall um so i think some people are a little you know and justifiably hesitant with that kind of news because that's not a studio that's always been in step with making the right decisions oh yeah the publisher yeah yeah Um, Yeah, they haven't so I i hope it works out um, it's always weird when someone gets bought for huge amounts of money and then you're kind of uncertain of where, what direction they're going to take from there. Um, but you never know. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, even the people who formed Respawn were the people who <laughs> were part of that fallout of, uh, the, uh, modern warfare lawsuits with Activision and shit. Right. So a lot of, uh, a lot of strange history that a lot of these companies have. Um, and other than that, that's about all I got. I mean, Doom is about to come out on VR and it is out on Switch as of this, um, episode and Skyrim is about to come out on Switch and VR as well. So that's what Bethesda has been up to. Yep. There you go. Um, alongside releasing Wolfenstein 2, excuse me. Um, that Doom for Switch looks pretty good. And I feel like it's going to be exactly like 2K, where it's like, on handheld, that game is going to look awesome, and you put it on TV, and you're going to see, yeah, you're going to see the cracks. Right, absolutely, yeah. I can see that definitely being the case. I watched some footage on it, and it was just like they looked at, uh, I think this like 
forklift that was in a vehicle and like all the textures from it were like just gone and like yeah it, it yeah i think if you look closely you're you're going to be able to see the uh, the concessions that they had to make to to make that thing run smooth but mm-hmm. it does run you know and, and it also runs at 30 frames instead of 60 frames but like i think on handheld that's not you're not going to care because it's going to be so condensed. No, I definitely think that that's what they're kind of doing with all this yeah. stuff. I mean, I think they even, part of their marketing, especially more towards Skyrim, is like, this is, you're going to be able to play Skyrim on the go. Yeah. And it's like that idea in itself, crossed over and blank that out and put X game in there, you know, I mean, 2K on the go, Doom mm. on the go. And so this is something that it is, you know, if like potentially like I buy one and then come over here and while we're waiting to podcast I'm playing Doom sitting here on a, on a handheld yeah having literally a console in my hand now that's kind of just the uh, I think it's the reason for the gangbuster success of the Switch so far this year that and their awesome first party support they've had as well but the fact that you're giving people an opportunity to play games in a way that they haven't before mm-hmm. which I think is really like what a lot of people are looking for. How can you make my gaming experience different and unique? Because, you know, we talk about it several times, but, like, with Xbox versus PlayStation, it is like, well, here's the handful of exclusives. What do you mm-hmm. want to play? Other than that, and like, well, this has one more, you know, 2.5 more teraflops, or this has, right. this, you know, it's it's negligent. or um, Negligible. Negligible, thank you. Yeah. Negligent. Yeah, no, it almost comes down to like services that they offer. Yeah, and stuff. And then didn't uh, Switch just got Hulu, right? Yeah, I totally forgot to. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. I totally forgot to download that and mention that. Um, but yeah, Hulu's on Switch, which bodes well for other streaming. Yeah, services I feel like that will just, come there. Yeah, the first step towards that, which is, um, and that's a major one. So that's a cool thing to be able to look towards. Yeah, um, yeah, I, uh, I think uh, that. Um, that it's good because also for like doom's case like say what you will about that multiplayer but it's competent and you know how many multiplayer shooters are people going to have on the switch there's like splatoon yeah which is you know not the by the numbers shooter when people think i mean it's it is a third person like paint the level game almost um and this is like a real first person shooter online multiplayer come to that and so um given all the shortcomings they have with their network and chat and all that, mm-hmm. um, it would just be good to have a game that is like, yes, I can play an online shooter on this that works. Um, it's kind of interesting because even today I was looking at um, a sale with uh, Skyrim, the special edition, and it was like 20 bucks, And I was like, oh, wow, 20 bucks. I don't... I don't even really want this, but I'm actually kind of considering it. And then I was like, well, there's mods on the Xbox version. I should probably get that. And I was like, oh, does it have PlayStation 4 Pro support? And I looked that up and I was like, yes, it does. As it goes up to 4K, I was like, oh, then maybe I should consider that. And then I was like, oh, it's coming to Switch next week. <laughs> Wait, it's coming to VR next week also. And I was just yeah. like... I'm going to back away from the situation because there are four new versions of this game um, with like, I mean, the PlayStation 4 and Xbox ones aren't that different, but there, sure. there is enough of a difference that it's worth like looking into if you well, were going to buy one of them. It is the funny situation that we do live in that. Like, I'm actually like, whenever I do get a Switch, like pretty, I'm considering buying Skyrim for it just for the fact of owning it on everything that I've ever owned. 
which is like a silly re- but it's just i don't know there's like some weird pride to owning that game seven times over <laughs> um yeah i i kind of wish sometimes that i had gone all digital on switch because i do have like a case that holds all the games but then like it would be so much more convenient if i just didn't have to flop out the little card i really wish at this point in time there was a way to where like because at Best Buy, we get like our 20% off of new games and yeah. stuff. Like, just wish they could match that digitally. R- so that way, I, I no longer had to. Because I would, I would instantly buy everything digital from here on out. And then, and then I would even go the step further of like, I only own four Xbox discs for my Xbox One. So it's like, I would probably never buy a disc again on that. And then maybe even consider like rebuying those games for when they're like super cheap just so I don't ever have to put anything in the disc. Yeah, game. seriously. That's a pretty dope idea. Yeah. But um but yeah, I li- I like the Switch. It's it's coming along. It's got its first streaming app. Just yesterday Fledgling Handheld got its <laughs> first view. His first step towards streaming. Um but yeah, it's pretty cool. That's very cool. All right, so now we're at the weird point where we're, we've been doing this podcast that is about other things besides video games. And then we have the end of our video game podcast, which isn't about video games. Yeah. So to me, it's kind of weird for us to just start talking about something not video game related. Okay. And then do another podcast that's not video game related. So yeah. I'm going to say we take five minutes to talk about some random shit for real man stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little chit chat, and then we get right into our My Mount Rushmore podcast. Okay, yeah, which is what you should listen to if you like real man stuff. We're several episodes deep, and we have uh talked about fucking everything under the sun. Yeah, some weird shit, foods you don't order at a restaurant. How about that? Apparently, some lady was mad we t- we were shit talking salmon. Yeah, yeah, she was not happy. She's she not happy really about enjoys that. salmon. Spoiler alert: salmon is one of them. Uh, you know what? I had a Thanksgiving sandwich at the Melt today. Yeah. Pretty good. We've had that sandwich before. Yes. A layer of stuffing. Yeah. Turkey. Yes. Butternut squash. Mm-hmm. Cranberry orange marmalade thing, yeah. which I don't know about that. Right. Grave. And then I think that's it. And it's on Texas toast. Oh, and Munster. Munster cheese. Munster that's cheese. right. Munster Uh, it's pretty good. Sitting heavy. Just making, making, drinking these beards is not so easy. Uh, yeah, because I've only had a couple pieces of pizza today, so I'm flying high. I'm mm. ready to ready to tear that up. But yeah, layering, especially thicker beers like a, we were drinking a Christmas ale. That's a little bit of a heavier, like a little. It's got some the, the sugar and spice to it. Yeah. And then we've got a stout, which is also a little heavier of a beer. But we're we're doing it. We're making it work. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's good beer to mix with uh, talking about Nintendo Switch. Indeed. <laughs> Are you getting one of those yet? What? Are you going to get one of those? Uh, I think the next time I get paid, which will be this week, unless like I, I just, I want to ma- like mount everything up because it's like, because I plan on getting the Mario Special Edition, which yeah. after tax and everything is going to be about 400 bucks. Yeah. Which actually I might, I just looked and they are out of stock now again. And so now I might not get one because I'm not a patient person and I would want to go just go get it. So I might just go buy a normal Switch with Mario. Do you end up saving any? Oh, but you'll get the red controllers, won't you? That would be... You get the red controllers and you get like a pouch, some sort of carrying pouch. That's nice. Nice to get a pouch. Right. But you end up... like It's like 20 bucks more than what just the game and the system would be. I would say say 
get get the Mario one when it's available because it's now it's now it's like holiday shopping time. It's official. We went to a, a mall earlier and there was a there was a Santa man in a costume. Jesus Christ. And so like shit refreshes in stores pretty constantly. Yeah, so I might do that. Or like the shipping I think is only a couple so I might even like at the beginning of this week try to look into if I can afford it right now, get it, and then it'll ship and I'll probably get it by like the end of the week, so I'll have it for the weekend, something yeah. like that. Because all of this week I saw those and then just today I was in a store and they were completely out of them. Uh, of like everything Nintendo except for like the two DSs that they're selling. Um, so I would just say, wait a sec, because they've been everywhere and not super hard to find. Uh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I couldn't wake you up. Couldn't wake up. Uh, that was a big problem when you can't wake up. Because... You need to wake up sometimes. You're in deep sleep. I had that sleep morale. You can't wake up. Oh, yeah, that's, that's like I want save me, please. I just want someone to wake me up. Gotta wake up. Yep. All right. That was crap three minutes. <laughs> yeah, there's three minutes of chit chat, which ended up being mostly about three, video games anyway. Three minutes of bullshit I tacked on the end. How's it? <laughs> Hope you fucking like that. If you'd like to listen to an extra you like hour casual of it. conversation, you shithead. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Check out my mom's work for some. Yeah, do it. Some more concise bullshitting. Right. More focused. I guess more it's not specific. more concise. It's it's way longer. It's just directed. It's, yeah. General yeah. direction for the bullshit. Yeah, it's, there's a direction for the bullshit on that case. Yeah. yeah.